It's a political first in India. In 24 years, the main opposition Congress party now has a head from outside the Gandhi family. Its support has fallen sharply as Prime Minister Narendra Modi's BJP dominates the political space. So can a non-Gandhi leader take on Modi? I'm Hashim Halbara, and you're listening to the Inside Story podcast, where we dissect, analyze, and help define major global stories. Let's bring in our guests in Kerala. K.S. Sabrinathan, Vice President of the Congress Party's Youth Wing in that state and former member of the regional legislature. In New Delhi, Sugata Srinivasa Raju is a columnist and author who's written a biography of former Prime Minister H.D. Dave Gauda. And in Dubai, we have Javed Ansari, journalist and political commentator. Welcome to the program. Sabri, so the, the Congress had a choice to make a choice between two key candidates, Malikarjun Kage and Shashi Tharoor. How did Kage manage to secure the leadership despite the status and the huge popularity of someone like uh, uh, Shashi uh, Tharoor? Yeah, so essentially, we had a very uh, interesting contest between uh, Mr. Malikarjun Kage and Dr. Shashi Tharoor. Uh, Dr. Shashi Tharoor got around 12% of the votes while Mr. Kage got around 80, 88% of the votes. Essentially, the Electoral College comprises of uh, party leaders from across uh, all the various states and the union territories. And uh, definitely, um, somebody like Mr. Malligarjan Kharge, uh, he's got an unbelievable, very brilliant track record as a legislator, uh, close to around nine times he's been part of the regional legislature. And then he's been uh, a union minister during the uh, UPA era. And after that, he has been the leader of the opposition. So essentially, uh, he has a, a good currency amongst the a huge number of uh, party leaders across the country. And just to add to that, uh, this doesn't undermine the position of somebody like Dr. Tharu, who essentially, um, uh, his candidature had been uh, making this whole election uh, become the talking point of the nation over the last one month. And I should say that International Congress is the only uh, uh, national party that has actually uh, taken the, inter the, the, the facets of the facts of internal democracy to its heart. Mm -hmm. And no other party, be it the Green Party or the BJP, or even smaller parties like the Jaradadal or the okay. uh, Communist parties that is, they have never uh, done a kind of internal election. Me being a congressman and being a voter, I'm very proud that my party with this huge legacy of over 130 years, we've decided that we need to have an uh, internal election. And finally, the result has come. That all of these people will be working together under the guidance of uh, uh, the, the former president, okay. Sonia Gandhi, and Rahul Gandhi. So, Gata, there is, there is this consensus among the people in the party that Kage, someone who has had an impeccable track record, but is he the right choice to heal the wounds, to move beyond the political divide that has undermined the National Congress and potentially take the party to win the 2024 elections? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I believe that Mr. Karge is, signals a huge change in the Congress. You know, I mean, after a long, uh, you know, I mean, period, someone outside the Nehru Gandhi family is becoming the president. It's not just because uh, someone outside is becoming the president that he signals change, but he also signals change because Mr. Karge belongs to an oppressed community in India. And uh, he also is someone who is uh, uh, so senior and elder in the party that he is perfectly 
uh, the, the candidate who could who could build social coalitions inside the Congress party and outside the Congress party. I think Congress party had become a kind of uh, a, a party that had been gripped by technocratic imagination. And it had sort of remained uh, a, a very, very kind of, you know, I mean, limited. It, had, it had sort of completely failed to counter the, the, the cultural nationalism of uh, the BJP. It had forgotten to do so. You know, it, it was only comfortable raising economic issues and economic ideas were being placed by the Congress party, but it had forgotten uh, to build social coalitions and cultural coalitions. And Karge coming in now, you know, signals a huge change because uh, politics is about symbolism. And Mr. Karge signals that change to a huge community outside and his seniority mm -hmm. sort of commands respect inside the party as well as outside the party. And Congress at this point of time needs to build uh, coalitions inside and outside. And I think he's the most... Uh, suited person to do so. So, I mean, it's, it's a, I, I think it was a very, uh, very, very good choice. And Mr. Tharoor is interesting and important. Uh, it's not that Mr. Tharoor does not command a constituency in India, mm -hmm. but Mr. Tharoor's constituency is very limited. It is limited to uh, an Anglophone world. And Mr. Tharoor uh, does not bring to the table the experience of Mr. Karge who came into politics at the end of the 60s, has been a legislator mm -hmm. from early 70s, and has risen from the, uh, from the bottom, you know, from the grassroots level. Both Mr. Tharoor, in, in a piece that I wrote for the Times of India, I did say that both of them are self-made. But the circumstances in which the two of them grew, the circumstances in which both of them sort of got themselves educated were completely different, and therefore they signal uh, very, very different things. To, uh, to to audiences in India and the electorate in India. All right. So I think, Mr. And, and also, the one final point, Mr. Karge also accommodates the Nehru Gandhis. He creates a space for them by being uh, a senior member of the Congress, which uh, Mr. Tharoor uh, could not have done. I have so a, I think he's a wide very, very range of issues person. that I would like to uh, talk to you about. Uh, uh, let me t t go now to Javid, because we're trying here to unpack exactly what is happening at the National Congress. Do you see the internal elections as a genuine attempt to try to redefine, reinvent the National Congress, or more of a, uh, uh, an act which has been orchestrated by the, uh, by the Gandhi family to continue its political clout over the party? Look, there is absolutely no denying that this was the elections were much needed and have been largely free and fair. But if the question is whether Mr. Tharu and whether Mr. Karge, under Mr. Karge, Congress is ready now, battle ready to face the challenges ahead, the jury is still out on it. There is absolutely no denying the credentials and what uh, Mr. Karge brings to the table. Year, decades of experience, legislative and in government, but he is not an agent of change. He is more, it will be more, he will continue the status quo. He's a status quo. Mm. He will not bring about the kind of fast pace and radical changes that are required for the Congress party to take that giant leap forward. It will be much of the same. Incremental changes will not do for the Congress party. The agent of change would have been, since the choice was was relative between Mr. Tharoor and Mr. Karge, in that sense, Mr. Tharoor represents 
was the agent of change. He he's mm -hmm. a man of ideas. He's articulate. He he could have brought the change. The Congress Party just didn't need a change of leader. It also needed a change of narrative, a, ch a change in the manner in which mm -hmm. it fu functions and it works. And I'm afraid under Mr. Kharge, it will be more of the same. But now that the deed is done, I think what the doctor or has ordered for the Congress Party and the, the need of the mm -hmm. R is the likes of Mr. Kharge, Mr. Tharoor, for Sachin Pilot, for Digvijay Singh, for the Jairam Ramesh, and for all this young talent which has not been given Apple Play to be allowed a free run, to be given responsibility and entrusted. Okay. The Gandhis are a fact of life as far as the Congress Party is concerned. They are not going to walk away into the sunset. And, and now that uh, Mr. Kharge is the head, has been chosen has been elected, he must be politically empowered, and the Gandhis must put their shoulder right behind him in this task. Sabara, you must have heard uh, that criticism uh, targeting uh, Kage from the supporters of uh, Shashi Tharoor. Basically, they're saying we, wanted to, we were looking forward to see some optimism in the air. What we saw is the Gandhi implementing their own proxy within the party. And how can you bring someone who is an octogenarian and tell the people we're looking forward to have some change. So I, I wouldn't go by that statement. I myself had my own personal views on the whole elections. But now since the elections are over, one thing I fundamentally believe is that this internal party elections, it's not a zero-sum game. It doesn't mean that what Mr. Kharge won and why Dr. Tharoor lost. The ideas that Dr. Tharoor propagated are still very relevant. So what's going to happen, ideally, is that somebody like Mr. Kharge, who has immense experience and understands grassroots politics, along with the likes of people like Dr. Tharoor, the names that he put out, like Mr. Sachin Pilot, etc., we all hope that we'll have a new dimension to the whole way in which the Congress party functions. And I should say that over the last one year, there has been a lot of examples where we strongly believe that uh, we are getting uh, much more stronger and more rooted to the ground. The people are essentially very uh, much unimpressed by the BJP now. Our social cultural fabric has collapsed. All the uh, central organizations have been politicized. Mm -hmm. The economy is the worth of collapse. So everyone is done and dusted with BJP. They want the BJP regime to uh, end. We need somebody who can stitch coalitions. And people, you should remember the fact that even though Congress had lesser number of seats in 2019. We almost have around 20% of the people of the whole population voting for us. So Congress is the principal primary opposition and we need other parties to come and call us around. This is what we feel. And I think that somebody like Mr. Kharge can do it. And uh, just, just to take an example of uh, the Bharat Jodo Yatra, which is being done uh, under the aegis of Mr. Rahul Gandhi. We have millions of party workers. We have lots of um, civil society activists, etc. All of them are walking across the length of the country for a close to 3,500 kilometers over a five-month span. Uh, Mr. Rahul Gandhi is walking around 25 kilometers of, uh, and interacting with the most downtrodden people of the world. There's a mm -hmm. huge change in the way people are perceiving the Congress Party. And I'm sure that the Bharat Jodo Yatra, along with the internal elections, along with the fresh ideas brought in by the newer group, will definitely help the Congress uh, come back to power and save this country from the misery. The march you're referring to is has been led by Rahul to try to discredit and take on the uh, BJP. But then I would go to Sugata and ask him this. This is a party, the National Congress, is a party that has been losing uh, popularity. It doesn't appeal anymore to large sections of the society, has his own organizational, structural, ideological 
problems. What do you think should Kagi do tomorrow to be able to fix the problems that the party faces? What, what should be his top priority as we speak? Yeah. No, I mean, precisely for the reason that you mentioned, that the Congress organization has been in a crisis. And the reason why the Congress party has been in a crisis is because it has uh, allowed a certain kind of unelectable elites to be in control of the party. See, it's been more fascinated by the economic ideas of Prime Minister Manmohan Singh rather than, you know, having social coalitions or, you know, trying to build cultural ideas. Now, I've been very, very critical of the Congress party in the last... Uh, uh, five years because, you know, I mean, they have been fighting the cultural nationalism of the BJP with uh, very wrong tools. And therefore, Mr. Karge being elected uh, as the president of the party symbolizes huge change. Mr. Tarur is mentioned as a agent of change, but there is no proof uh, that he would have brought in change. He could have been like Liz Truss, who could have demolished the party from inside because he's he has a propensity to talk a little too much. And it, that may have disturbed coalitions inside and arrangements inside the party as well as outside. So, I mean, you, you need to signal a huge, uh, I mean, to, to, to the vast electorate that here is somebody who is uh, from the oppressed community. Mm -hmm. Here is somebody who comes from a region which has a vast number of Muslims, uh, you know, I mean, residing there. He speaks Urdu with a Dakni accent. And, uh, you know, I mean, he, he, he can manage a lot of things. You know, politics, as I said earlier, too, is a game of symbolism. And Karge symbolizes and signals to a larger, you know, uh, audience than Mr. Tharoor. So, Mr. there is nothing to, uh, you know, I mean, uh, prove that I mean, Mr. Tharoor being an agent of change mm -hmm. was a media construct. Okay. There is nothing that Tharoor has done in the last uh, uh, 10 years which tells us that he was a greater agent of change. He's articulate. But this is an organizational thing. You need a nuts and bolts man. All right. And you also can't wish away the Nehru Gandhis. Javed. So, Karge. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Javed, if this is about symbolism, uh, we do clearly understand why they, they went for someone like Karge because they, 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 they picked someone who comes from an oppressed minority to tell the people that this is a party that is willing to move forward, reinvent itself, and accommodate those who don't have voices. But don't you see it as a risky move when you have someone coming from the south trying to appeal to northern states, particularly Uttar Pradesh and Bihar, which themselves, both of them, contribute to something like 120 members of the parliament? Yeah, but you know the advantage with Mr. Mr. Kharge is that he's multilingual. Most leaders from South India are, are not very proficient in Hindi, which is the prevalent language, which is the prevalent language in the Hindi art belt which accounts for more than 120 seats. So Mr. Kharge ticks that box. He can, he's fluent. Uh, he's fluent in English. He's fluent in Hindi. He, he can speak Urdu, which, which is understood Hindustani. So that, that will not be a problem with Mr. Kharge. Mm -hmm. The problem is that the Congress needs... Look, the Congress is a very old conservative party, very ponderous in his ways, resists change, not very amenable to change. And they take a very long time in changing. By that time, that moment, by the time they bring about changes, that moment has passed. Whether Mr. Karge will be able to to hasten the pace, will the, mm -hmm. whether Mr. Karge will be allowed to bring about those changes, uh, remains to be seen. But now that Mr. Karge has been uh, has been elected, the all there is no other way but to go with him and to allow and to empower Mr. Karge. There is no political party in India, and this includes the Congress, mm -hmm. which on its own can take on the BJP.
It has to be a coalition of other, of other parties. The Congress party's footprint across okay. the country is shrinking. So, so he has his challenges are that he needs to to ensure that the Congress starts winning elections and then build strong, build a strong electoral organization and electoral alliances, which can then together take on the BJP. Okay. Sabari, so you need to build an organization, a stronger organization, for you to be able to move forward and win the 2024 elections. But when you have on one hand the BJP with, BJP with uh, Modi and um, uh, Amit Shah basically constantly battering the Congress, saying this is a family business, what can Kage on his own do? So uh, since just before I get into that, I, I don't think that the narrative that uh, both the speakers have told that one, uh, Mr. Kharge uh, has been selected, uh, elected because he represents the, uh, uh, the, the most oppressed uh, section, not the fact that uh, Dr. Tharu is only a representative of the elite. Uh, both these uh, assumptions are wrong. Uh, Dr. Tharoor is my uh, uh, own member of parliament and uh, he connects well and gels with and he's been an MP for the last 15 years and a place like Trivandrum, he's getting maximum number of votes from the most oppressed places in this uh, particular constituency. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Kharge, he, he is from the, definitely he is from the uh, most, uh, he's be, uh, battled it hard, but uh, Mr. Kharge is a out and out, full-blooded Congress person who understands this uh, party, understands the constitution, and is also receptive of the uh, change that we are all want to embark on. So I don't think we should not tie both of them to their uh, so-called on-paper social status. And coming back to the BJP, briefly, I if don't you don't, think that briefly, if you don't mind, somebody, because I have three other issues to cover with, with other guests. If you don't mind, okay, okay. So uh, what I would say is that the BJP uh, is no longer the winning machine that it used to be. Uh, as I told you, the people of this country are fed up. Over the last 10 years, nothing tangible has happened. And there is a, a huge amount of fear that has been instilled by BJP. It's not only in the minority communities, even an economic fear, a fear in the minds of people. Like you have the national organizations, be it the uh, central agencies coming and knocking at your doorstep if you're writing against them. So everyone, okay. starting from the intellectual to the poor man is afraid, the farmer is afraid of the BJP. And I'm sure that Congress is the only uh, uh, national pan-India party, they can stand to that. Yes, there's a lot of lacuna. We have to work hard. And I'm sure that we have already started working hard. All right. The, the, the fruit of that labor we'll be seeing in the next few months. Yeah. Uh, so, Gata, under similar conditions in 1996, the Congress did exactly the same thing. They picked someone else, uh, Chief Sitaram Kesri, yeah. and then he was evicted yeah. uh, in just two, uh, in two years. And ever since, it was the matriarch, Sonia Gandhi, taking the rule over the political party. It could be the same scenario replicated again and again because behind the scenes, you have the three key architects, Sonia, Rahul, and Priyanka, with an absolute massive say over the political establishment. That's right. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, but the circumstances are completely different. You know, 1996 and 2022, the Congress itself is a very, very weak organization. And uh, uh, they cannot afford to evict Mr. Kharge in the same manner that they did, uh, you know, I mean, treated, uh, uh, say, uh, Sitaram Kesri or even a P.V. Narsimha Rao. Because, uh, because, you know, I mean, uh, the, the other reason is Mr. Kharge is from the oppressed community. And if you try to do, if you try to push him very hard, and if he may not rebel at his age, but then, you know, I mean, if the signals go out, it's going to be detrimental for the Congress. The Congress will be over because already, you know, the, the most oppressed Dalits are, are, are voting with the BJP in many states. And uh, 
there are 200 million Dalits in India, and you know, hopefully a small number will cross over, uh, looking at Mr. Uh, Karge. So if you try to do anything with uh, Mr. Karge, drastic, I think it's going to backfire on the Congress. And plus, let me add this, Mr. Karge is not Kesri. Mr. Karge is mm -hmm. a far more sophisticated person. Mr. Karge is, was an Ambedkarite in the 60s when it was not so fashionable to be an Ambedkarite. He was trying to build the Republican Party of India in the Hyderabad Karnataka region at that point of time. He was part of an organization called Bhim Sena even before he joined the Congress. And you should know, Karge is a staunch Buddhist. He's an extremely well-read man. And he is a very, very, very sophisticated man and he would sort of drop hints and he is not a psychophant. You know, he, he is he's someone who uh, sort you. Of, you know, learned Thank his you. lessons of dignity and self-respect very early. Let's see whether Kage will be able to revitalize the National Congress and take the party towards 2024. KS, uh, Sabari, Naitan, Sugata, Srinivasa, Raju and Javed Ansari, I really appreciate your insight. Thank you. That's it for the Inside Story podcast. This episode was produced by Joseph John, Nihad Al-Abidi, Ra'id Badawi, and Paul Taylor. Studio sound was by Cynthia Marimoto. The program was edited by Leroy Konjilwayo, Lin Gwen, and Jody Frias. Be sure to subscribe to the Inside Story podcast to catch every episode. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again on Friday.